and welcome to Know This Song with me, Kiefer Wilkinson. Uh, today's guest has been long in the journey of getting on and she's finally here. It's Sarah Rob via the means of Zoom. <clears throat> Ladies and gents, this is a moment you've waited for. <laughs> No, not good. <laughs> oh my god, right. Just in case this bit is kept in. <laughs> Sarah has been hyping for literally the last 10 minutes that she had come up with some intro and we couldn't decide how to do it. I have no idea what it was. I was not expecting that. I should have expected that. That's I think why yeah. I'm crying. <laughs> I was like, I was like, shall I do it? And then Mark was like, um, don't sing it no <laughs> it's like but I need to because of the license and laws so obviously it would have been better if I could have played it and then it could have been like Whoa! no I think um it was great <laughs> <laughs> um, so there if you don't know who Sarah Rob is that um wraps it in a lovely bow <laughs> yeah anyway thanks for having me I'm excited <laughs> I do you know what I really feel like I've made a terrible mistake <laughs> I feel like you have as well because like I, th- I feel like the the Spotify playlist is just about to get ruined <laughs> like I was thinking about it yesterday so for those of you who aren't aware of Sarah or know Sarah very well um Sarah has definitely what we would call an eclectic music taste um and we have banned that word on the podcast but I think it's the perfect word for you yeah. And that's not to say you have a bad taste, but I think we have very, we are on the opposite scales of music. We we come together quite nicely in the middle sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You, Sarah is queen of listening to certain songs and certain <laughs> albums of maybe like the same three artists multiple times yeah. over yeah. and over like- again. I like what I like and it brings me joy so I'm just kind of like why would I listen to anything else? <laughs> 100%, 100%. The only problem with that is is that I literally sat the other day and I was like right if Sarah's picking a song because there's no theme so you could pick whatever she wanted that what are the strong possibilities that are going to come up and what do I have to prepare myself for because there's a few <laughs> which I fully will curl up and die <laughs> if they come on the podcast. However, we will roll with it and we'll see what comes up. Um, and you won't bash it? No, I won't bash it. That's a lie. I can't believe I actually just said that. There's a strong, a larger possibility that I will bash it. But yeah. Which is fine. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? We'll just kick it off. There's okay. no theme this week, as I said. You may or may not know, probably don't know, is, is that... Every week when I do have a guest on, I do try to pick like a song that I think my guest would like. Yeah. Bar Ender, because you just can't please him. Yeah. Um, when it comes, anything I choose, he just goes, ugh. So, well, I don't really sorry, worry. can I just butt in? Um, that is Ender Mulholland for you. Oh, God. Yeah. You know what, Sarah? Do you want to, you know, Ender has slated you on the podcast. Would you like to take yeah. this time? 
I had literally, I was out for a walk yesterday and I was like, right. I was typing, like tapping away on my phone, this big spiel, like of Slabberna by Endem Holland. And then just a PSA, they are friends. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we are. (laughs) Um, We are, but he's just really is a bit of a slabber and he's very, very harsh. (laughs) Very, very ash. Very, very ash. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I was like writing, I was like, okay, what will I say about Endem Holland? But then I just realized like, don't stoop to I his level not, that's exactly like I deleted it all and I was like I'm not going to stoop to his level like that sad little boy's level <laughs> oh, what a sad little life Jane <laughs> you won Ender what a sad little life um <laughs> but no like no he hasn't won he's only won if I rise to it um which this Absolutely. technically is because I'm like backhandedly <laughs> slabbering about him but yeah he's a slabber but he needs to be stopped so oh anyway. dear Bless yeah. Ender Mahomes for we love him really. <laughs> so I do. So what I was trying to say was, is that I try and pick songs that I think either my guests will know or that they'll like if they don't know it. So um, don't think you're gonna know this song, okay? Okay, that's we'll fine. do we'll do some guessing. I it's kind of one of these things that's kind of too hard to even figure out hints for it. However, uh, I do think you're gonna like the song. Right. Okay. okay. You'll be like, oh, I don't know it. And then if you hear it, I think you'll like it. If you don't know Sarah, get to know Loves a Throwback. Yes, I do. You love a strong, strong throwback. So I'm giving you one today. And we're going all the way back. Okay. To 1977. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. We're talking disco, honey. Oh, my goodness. Right. Okay. So this is... A, a band of three ladies right there may have been more but from my calculations for this particular song there was three okay um and the song did incredibly well back in its day it was number one in the u.s for five weeks oh. and it won a grammy so it's a u.s band yeah yes it's a u.s right. band uh, a trio of ladies that's really all I can really tell you. I, de- I, I don't think you're going to know it, so I'm just going to tell you. But the song is Best of My Love by The Emotions. You got the best, best of my love! <laughs> yes! Oh, oh, you got the best of my love. Oh, that's like oh. a pure feel-good, like, I don't know, like a... Yes, it's so, like, upbeat and vibing. Yeah. And it's like, so I was thinking about it, and I was like, it's like, so when you hear it, you feel like it should have been in like the parent trap. You know the the soundtrack for the parent trap. Yeah. And it was uh-huh. like so like I don't know, it feels very like family and happy and like very like American Disney vibe family. Okay. Yes. That's what I get very from this. Good. It's very upbeat. And I think it's just such a cup of tea for you, but I friggin' love it. It's very, very good choice. Um, yeah very very good choice it's like the sort of song that you could be doing literally any task like the most mundane of tasks and you like you'd be like you know doing something that's not making you very happy and then it comes on and you're like oh my god so no that's exactly what I thought of I was like that's the kind of song where you're like mopping the floor and it should come on and you just stop mopping the floor you then just start <laughs> uh-huh. instead. the mops the microphone <laughs> oh and like obviously try and hit all of the high notes, which clearly I think I'm hitting, but in no way or form I'm hitting. Um, 
So yeah, just to say, oh, so, so it was number one for five weeks in the US. It was number four in the UK. It won a Grammy for the best R&B performance by a duo or a group with vocals. Okay. And in 1977, it was the third biggest pop song in the US. So it did very, very, very oh, phenomenally good. Very good. However, as I said, it's one of those songs that you think was in lots of TV shows or lots of movies. And I tried to actually look it up. and I couldn't really find anything that it was really all that in. The yeah. two things that came up was that movie, The Holiday. You know, the Christmas one with Jude Oh, Ball, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't like personally, but it's in there. Yeah. And then the biggest crack of the century, which I didn't realize, is it was a lip a lip sync song for RuPaul's Drag Race. So it was for the tenth season, the uh-huh. second episode. Eureka and Calorie Kardashian Williams <laughs> lip sync to that song. Oh, very good. What did I know? Yeah, so, I don't remember. What I'm trying to get at is it's one of these songs that I think is very influential. It's very popular. However, I feel like I've heard it multiple times somewhere and I was trying to do all my research and I couldn't figure it out. And I saw that there was multiple covers of it done. So most recently in like 2018 by Ella Eyre and like a weird remix done by an Australian singer called Samantha Jade, which neither I would recommend. If you're going to listen to one that's mostly, maybe the Ella Eyre one, but neither. So I couldn't figure it out and I was kind of like, right, whatever, I'm done with it. Just literally before you got on, I was doing some searching um, and found out this song was involved in some drama. So those of us who will know her very well, Mariah Carey has a very famous song called Emotions. (gasps) You got me feeling emotions. That song was taken to court. So the writer of The Best of My Love by The Emotions was Morris White from Earth, Wind & Fire. So The Emotions and Earth, Wind & Fire used to work a lot together. Okay. Morris White took Mariah Carey and the producer of Emotions to court for plagiarism because he said not only did they not just borrow it, they fully took the whole song. This now the real drama was it was settled out of court, which in my mind reads guilty party. Oh yeah, oh my god. So if you go and you listen, like if you listen to the first bits of both songs, they're identical. The whole way through, it's identical. But where do you hear this? So this is the emotions. This because this is a scream. I was like, uh, oh, they probably like, you know, you you think to yourself, oh, they probably use like a little bit. Oh my god. This is the emotions. Is this emotions? Oh. Oh. Okay. So that's the start of it. Then let's get emotions by Mariah Carey. Are you ready for this? They've just dropped it down slightly. Yeah, like they've brought it down a few keys. and. (gasps) But don't get me wrong. The Mariah Carey emotions song is so good, but... I knew I wasn't like I was thinking here and I was like and it was as soon as I realized that I was like that's why I kept thinking this song is so familiar because Mariah Carey yeah oh my god that is very similar but definitely there's like your song is so much more upbeat 
Oh, it's like, so like disco. I like I do love Mariah Carey and I do love emotions, but this one is like makes you want to like clap. I think it's because the emotions, the band themselves began in like gospel music. Right, okay. And you know that kind of R and B discos of the 70s? I feel like it's got kind of that, like you kind of want to clap along to it, like yeah. Oh, oh, you got, got the best of my love, and oh, you've got all the lovely harmonies. It's just such a joyful song. Very, very good choice. And I think apt for you, my dear. Yeah, do you know what? I'm like, I'm really chuffed that I like as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I know that song. Yes, I'm surprised. I didn't. I think if I thought if you heard it, you would definitely know it. I wasn't yeah. sure that you would know it as soon as I said it. So even happier, delighted. Pure, pure pop world vibes. Oh, doesn't like, it just? Yeah, with the inflatable microphones and <laughs> <laughs> some random pair of like weird novelty sunglasses that you yeah. find on the floor. Oh, great. Okay, well that's my song. We'll not okay, dwell on no. it anymore because it's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, very very choice. This is this is gonna be the main star, I think. So I'm I'm preparing myself. Yeah. I'm like breathing. So yeah, it's good that yours went first because it like set the bar high. Okay. It's gonna drop really low. <laughs> <laughs> In your opinion, but that's the beauty of music because In my oh no, this is never good. <laughs> I feel like this song has been chosen deliberately because you might No, no, it hasn't. Uh, okay. I literally chose it because like, because I was talking to Enda, even though he's like a big massive slabber, I was talking to him because I was like, I, I need your help. Like, do you know this song? Um, like, or is it going to be completely like obscure? And he did know it. And then we sort of were like, it was sort of between three. And then I chose one because I was like, oh, this is amazing. But you sent me through the rules. Um, and so my original song wasn't. Oh, was it not? Okay, a single, and I'm gutted. But I, like, I just want to talk about it a wee bit. Of course, go ahead. <laughs> um, so I think you probably like the song, and you know it if I say it was written for a movie. Okay. Um, with Taron Egerton. Oh, so it's an Elton John song. No, 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 no. Taron Egerton was in. It was pre Rocket Man. <clears throat> What's and the song it? was written specifically for um, the movie. And Oh, is this going to be like... Oh, what's it? Damn. Uh, You've got it. The Kingsman? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is yeah. it like they take that song from The Kingsman? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, do you know what? I was gutted whenever I realised it wasn't released um, as a single because I was like, it's so feel-good. Like, I think it's so feel-good. Mm. I, I don't think I know it. I know what as soon as I hear it, I would know what it is. Yeah, I don't know it off top because I remember I remember us going to see it, and afterwards I was like, for the credits rolled, I was like, pretty sure that's to take that song. Yeah, and then afterwards, believe I think it was actually Ender that pointed out that I think Matthew Vaughn directed that film. Yeah, I've got his oh, He also so the reason I know that is because he also did what's that movie? Stardust. Yes, and that. Yeah. Real and the then words. as well oh. now I didn't actually look up the song and this is like mental because it is a take that song but they've they've done three songs for that director so they've done Real the World for Stardust and then for an X-Men movie they did Sing Sing but I can't for the life of me think of the song um, 
Imagine and then, take that in X-Men. I'm sorry now. I know, I know. But like they're so versatile that <laughs> In case you haven't realized, folks, Sarah's a big take that fan. Yeah. It causes yeah. confusion. I was gonna say the biggest, but I'm actually like no. okay, like I was gonna say you may know, but most people will not know that Gary Barlow wrote um the musical songs for Calendar Girls. Yeah. Uh, a show on the West End and Sarah made me go and stand at the back door of the theatre to get a glimpse of opening night of Guy Barlow. Now you did, you did I see did, him. I did, and it and was. I was delighted for you. However, it did make me realise that you are by no means even slightly obsessed. No, all these people, like there are people that travel down from like up north of England, like just for this night and I was like okay like I love take that and I love Gary Barlow but like not really gonna do that because I was even like oh it's so cold you remember because it was like it was freezing time of year it was so cold and I was like oh should I go should I go and obviously like glad that I didn't because caught a glimpse of him was so close to him like <sighs> but it was crazy because it's I, I don't know I think you're so used to seeing that kind of like mania with like young young pop stars so yeah. like if it was like one direction or something but these are like women in their 40s and 50s which like you know do what you want but equally you want to come all the way to london to stand in an alleyway outside the back hours of a theater to shout at gary barlow gary! this is gary barlow gary come to my wedding oh you be the groom yeah like no no. Yeah, it's just the pyre though of the GB army. Oh. <laughs> um, All right. So, so yeah, wasn't... so that was and like I was gutted because there's like I've written down the first lyric and I'm just like, oh, this is like so so nice and it's like so like. <laughs> Shall I read it? <laughs> well, you clearly clearly want to. So you do know the song. Like it starts. It's like get ready for it. Oh, oh God. Oh, it's a good song. Okay. Yeah, I'm so sorry. like, I'm, good song. I'm, like, I am gutted, but like, the first lyric is You said whatever you put out there, whatever you put out there is going to come back. Like, <sighs> isn't that, isn't that nice? Like, positivity and like, well being at its finest. Yeah, you put the positivity out, you're going to get it back. Cry barn on you. <laughs> While he was avoiding his taxes. No. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I have to go. <laughs> Did the line rig up? I knew, I knew that was going to come. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. It was an accident. <laughs> you, don't he said, mo- you don't funnel money in another country by accident. No, I think he probably like just trusted his accountant to be above no. board and his accountant no, wasn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah, so like that that would have been perfect, but it wasn't actually released. So it was specifically wrote, and there is actually a lyric in it that's "Are you a fool or a king's man?" So like they reference the movie, you know. Um, but yeah, like the the music video and stuff for that is pretty good. It's got like bits of the movie in it, and then like the the three of them. So it was like from the Take That Three album. So it was whenever it's only um hired and Mark and Gary, um, but it's just the three of them standing like pure boss. But anyway. So that wasn't my song. No, that wasn't your song. Okay. I don't know if you're going to know 
my song. Okay. Um, but I think we could probably listen to it and like you can see why I've chosen it. Maybe it's um from a band. Um, okay. Which was originally a five in the nineties. Originally a five in the nineties. Yeah, and then uh came back as a four in the nineties. <laughs> Does it take that? (laughs) Take that. (laughs) (laughs) Like I can't even believe I was falling for that for a damn second. It's good. No, I was literally like, I can't come onto this podcast and not talk about like my favorite band. To be honest, I'm slightly delighted that you are doing this because my fear was you were going to come on and talk about Sam the Womp and I <laughs> genuinely was going to have to throw myself out the window. Although, like, I'm sorry, Sam and the Womp, it got, it did better in the charts than this song did. This song did right. horribly in the charts. Horribly? Horribly, like... Okay, well, let me see if I can guess the song. Okay, so um, it was the fifth single from their fifth studio album okay and it was released in 2009 okay the album was so this was after the album with like patience and stuff yeah yeah so like it was like the album after patience it wouldn't be like the flood or something no so it's between the it's between the progress one and the beautiful world album so okay blue cover see like i know them (laughs) well only because of you that doesn't yeah. mean I know them that well. Okay, no. Anything else? Any other hints? Um, Maybe music video hints? Do you have any of that? Well, they're actually... So this song wasn't released until after the concert for this album. Right. But because it was so well received at the concert, they were like, okay, we'll release it. So the actual, like, the video of it is just them at Wembley, like oh, the one okay. they released. So they didn't right. do a video for it. Okay, hit me with it. I can't think. Okay, so it's the Circus album. Right, yes. That's got, like, Greatest Day. Yes. Yeah, Said It All. Yes. Um, The Garden, do you know The Garden? Uh, I think I, I would know it to hear. Yeah, so this one, and I hope you do know it, because it's, like, real joyful, Um, but it's called Hold Up a Light. I do, of course I know this one. one. Oh, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad. And what's your thoughts on it? Oh, I, I didn't know, I was just sort of like, oh... Are you forget, together? me and Sarah lived together for a very long time. She's getting on yeah. as if, like, this hasn't been played, like, 500 times at some stage. Blower, yes, yes. Okay. So. I like, know, I know it, yes. I think not what you would think I would choose, because it's not, Gary Barlow's not the lead vocal in it. <gasps> Heaven forbid. I know, it's Mark Owen. I do you know what I said this to you before I prefer a lot of the songs that Mark Owen is singing on you're like no it's fine this song this song I love and like I've sort of like a mixed bag about shine which is another Mark Owen one Mm. and because I'm just sometimes I'm like oh yes and then other times I'll like skip through it um, but if you ever watch Mark Owen perform oh my god he is like a bloody 18 year old like he's got so much energy mm. and like he just gives it stacks if you are just tuning in please know that this is not a take that podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's all up the light have you got yeah. any any fun facts for me 
facts that would probably make take that feel a bit sad because it did not do well in the charts right so yeah so like I said like so it was it wasn't a single until after the concert mm-hmm. and then it was released to promote the you know like they they released the com- the concert so people oh so like the home. dvd and stuff so yeah. it wasn't so really everything all the promotions for the album were done they were just doing this to kind of like eke it on a bit further yeah and just because people like loved it in the concert um I will never forget that concert oh okay oh no 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 <laughs> I actually should count how many take that songs you have already mentioned in this short yeah. period of time I should make it like a thing now and try and get <laughs> as many titles in before we finish um no I remember like so I, I went to see it in Croke Park on the 13th of June, 2009. Okay. So 11 years ago, is that? I can't do math. So yes. 18, so I was 17, like, whenever I went to see it. Yeah, 11 years ago. Yeah. It was me, my mummy, my sister, Claire Doe, and Neve McVeigh. Right. And we were like, before we go, we'll get these t-shirts made. Oh no, I remember seeing these t-shirts. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Mine either said Mrs. Gary Barlow. Now 17-year-old me, like, excuse me, Gary Barlow just turned 50. So like oh. it was either Marry Me, Gary, or Mrs. Gary Barlow. Um, but I remember we were like right on the upper tier. Did you of- not also have key rings made? Or did I make that up? Do you remember the watch I had? Oh, I know, I remember the watch. There was a um, lot. You've had Gary Bardo's face on pretty much anything you could get Gary Bardo's face on. I've, I've had a lot of, like, a lot of merch. And I think, I do think that anybody that knows me, like, knows how much I love Gary Bardo and takes that. <laughs> and, like, the the place that I used to work, um, like, for Christmas sometimes, so, like, whoever had me for Secret Santa, and then, like, one of my friends as well. Like, so basically I got two Gary Bardo um, calendars yes. that year. Do you know what? It's just come swimming back to my mind. There was one night when we were still in uni and you lost your hand. I can't remember if you lost your hand, but you basically lost everything. And um, coincidentally, a friend of mine from my class in uni put up a picture being like, find these keys. Someone is bound to know who owns them because and put up a picture and uh, thank god it was her that we could get them but it was sarah's keys now the reason she put up the picture was because not only was there a key ring of gary bardo there was a key ring of a meerkat oh yeah yeah and there were so many it was like a janitor's key (laughs) (laughs) like so many i don't know where all the keys and i think the majority of it was key rings key rings yeah and i remember going to my friend and like texting her being like those are my friend's keys and she was like (laughs) what the fuck is she carrying around? All She's like, I knew someone, someone crazy had to own it. If Gary Bardo's face was on it. And I was like, yeah. yeah. But we got them back. Exactly. Because if it had it just been one key, one key ring would have been gone forever, I would yeah, say. 100%. <laughs> and yeah, anyway, so like I went to this concert and like, I think it's, pro- it was like right up peak obsession I think like because mm-hmm. that album I loved so much and like just the whole concert was absolutely amazing um and yeah that song I just think the song's really nice it's really like uplifting and um but 
So it got number eight on the UK airplay charts. What's the difference? What's an airplay chart? I don't know, but eight doesn't sound that bad. No, but compared to the singles chart. Okay, what's it? What was on the singles chart? A hundred and twenty-three <laughs> <laughs> on the UK singles chart. Well, well, I'm assuming airplay might be on the radio like how much they were playing it on the radio because that's why I feel like I know the song because I feel like it got played a lot yeah yeah um and then did slightly better in Scotland um got 86 (laughs) (laughs) wow but if anything it's another song well yes you hit Sarah you hit everything I'm not arguing there so do I like the song that's a different question but in terms of the criteria for the podcast it pretty nail on head I would say so okay Um, the airplay chart airplay is how frequently a song is being played on radio stations um am I a genius oh my god so yeah I think that's why because I vividly remember it being played on the chart on the radio all the time and I was like the song is driving me up a wall now please stop (laughs) It's uh, do you know what it's so good and like whenever I was thinking of songs um like for the podcast I was just like obviously it has to be a take that one like obviously and then I was just sort of going through them and another one I was going to choose was Letting the Sun you know that one I think I do yeah Letting the Sun but yeah <laughs> but I was just like no I'll bring it back because that like that album for me was like perfect take that there's two take that related songs that spring to mind that are no this songs for me um the first which i always did like when it did come out was um kids which i know you'll not like because that was when robbie williams was back back no, back again i do i like did that you album. like that one yeah, okay. i do like and i like kids the kids was great and i also fondly fondly remember mark owen's breakout single uh we've got four minutes left to go is this the end the message on your stereo four minute warning sarah there's no way we've been friends nope. for this long and you don't know that song nope you're right you have to go look it up because it he counts it down all the way through the song so then as it goes on it's like three minutes oh. left to go is this the end message on your stereo three minute warning for yeah i've got this was like this is well before take that came back yeah but um they did vividly they remember it successful um solo careers no no except for robbie williams so indeed but we'll we'll move on. We'll not hurt, we'll not hurt your feelings anymore. Moving swiftly on. So there you um, go, folks. That's yeah. two very well known songs. Probably a lot more take that combo than anyone anticipated. Um, we can't go without discussing a few things. Okay. okay. Sarah is kind of known for being behind the times when it comes to music. So much so that I was texting Daniel the other day. Because he mentioned a song on the podcast one time, um, just one that people might want to listen to. It's called In the Afternoon by Joseph Salvit. And I've always listened to it since he pointed it out. But recently I've become really obsessed with it. So I was texting him the other day and saying, oh my God, you're going to laugh. But I was like, I'm like mad about it. And his response was, 
you give Sarah so much crap and look what you've done. And I'm like, uh-huh. it's one damn song. <laughs> so the reason that I, I feel the need to bring this up was anyone who knows me knows that I listen to music constantly on <laughs> all the time. Me and Sarah have lived together up until very recently for a very long time. But um, can I just say... No, no, let me finish this and then you can come in because okay. I know you're going to talk some shit. <laughs> I moved to London in 2016. Yeah. And uh, we were living together. And in 2016, before... Sorry, before that, because it was 2015, I'm pretty sure, that... Julie's new song. rules came out, okay? And I listened to it in the house, you know, everybody was crazy with that song at the time. And we remember it because we also got our housemate Kirsty. We were like quizzing her one time, trying to get her to remember the rules. I'm like, oh Kirsty, you don't know the rules. So it could play it all the time. I'm telling you right now, this is no word of a lie. Two to nearly three years later, we are in our flat, our last flat before we moved out of London. Um, Bearing in mind, we were already, this is the third move, okay, in three years. And Sarah goes to me, oh my God, have you heard this song? It's class. (laughs) This is no word of a lie. This is a song, it's class. I goes, what? And she goes, oh, it's, it's a Dua Lipa song. And I says, right, what is it? And she swear to you right now played new rules and she's like it's class I only heard it the other day I was like that's not physically possible we have literally I've played that song multiple times in our house there's no way so we have still killed ourselves laughing and the other one was Charlie Puth's attention oh because I used to play it all the time in one of the old houses on Channel C Road and then all of a sudden again in the brand new flat she's like this Charlie Puth song's great. I'm like, again, two years old. See, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's whenever I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I've heard it before. So, like, obviously oh. I had heard it before, but I just never really listened. Yeah. And I um, think that's probably 90% of our relationship where I've told you something you're like, I'm not ready for this right now. And then you'll like come back and be like, okay, Keith, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready to go. But like, I do remember with new rules, like that, because we were in Plasto whenever you were questioning Kirsty on it and um, she and appeared. No, it was definitely in Channel C Road because Catherine McKernan was over and we were all laying in my bed because those of you who won't know this, in our Channel C Road house, it was definitely like a studio flat that they yeah. somehow built these sliding door walls, yes, sliding door walls, and made it into a three bed. My room then just became an extension of the living room against my yeah. will. And I remember Catherine Kern was over, we were all laid on my bed, and me and Catherine were winding Kirsty up, being like, you got it wrong, do it again. And we kept making her do what? it over and over again. And then when Catherine came back in the Plasto house, then Kirsty would do it again. See, the time that I remember, so obviously that time in Channel C Road, I didn't process. Like, that was one <laughs> no. of the things that I was, I was hearing, but I wasn't listening. And um, <laughs> the time I remember was we were just having a few drinks before going out. And, like, 
we were playing some sort of game and then somebody was like and it was like Mark and Pierce and Shane were over mm-hmm. um and they so they were like can you name the rules and I was like whoa <laughs> but then there was also rules I do I remember this because I remember you being like how do you all know this <laughs> and then and when also, you brought that song back up when we were living in 180 you I remember being like we were singing it and you're like how do you know all the words yeah and I'm like the song is so old now I like I didn't and there was another time as well where Kira was literally like we were in the wee bar one night I think it must have been around Christmas time or something but like it came on and I was like oh this is okay and then Kira was like singing every lyric and I was like oh my god how does she know all the words to this doesn't she know this is a brand new song in my words (laughs) this song is only been released this is the first time anyone's heard it <laughs> um but then yeah like so like the time that I really started liking it was whenever I started doing it in Zimba do you remember yeah <laughs> I forgot if you recall I, I must see if I can find Zimba. that video <laughs> I used to come home from Zimba like like god bless Kiva because she's got a lot of patience like I was like Thank you. you know like the child is like mommy mommy look at me dance look at me dance mommy like that was literally it like if I came home from Zimba and a routine stuck in my head I would just dance for Kifa in the kitchen but new rules was one of them so I remember your boyfriend Mark once texted me after I sent a video of you coming back to show me your dance um one time and I had sent it on snapchat to him and he texted me back and he was like what are you doing like why how is that normal in your house and I'm like I'm sorry I don't understand how this is weird but we were so used to you just coming in from Zumba I'm doing your dance to the new Justin, song yeah. that you 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 found out about that week. Just there, just there, yeah. man. And the Charlie Puth one um, was I don't know. I just whenever we were in Greece, like we there wasn't I don't know great holiday, you know, sunshine and stuff. But like we spent a lot of time around the hotel, which I don't usually like like to do on a holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Like, so if you, we were, like, sitting by the pool, um, there there was, like, a rotation of about eight songs um, going and going <laughs> and going. I think New Rules was actually one of them, but the Charlie Puth right. one was, and it's just pure, like, I don't, there's just something about it that makes you want to be like, <laughs> I don't know. It's Baby. It is Baby, yeah. It's a very, very good song. If anybody hasn't heard it, <laughs> I yeah. would recommend. Now, that being said, Sarah is not the only person who has done crimes against music because I too am criminal to a number of offences in the music world, which Sarah hates. Um, and I'm not going to do them, but we're going to talk about it. Right. Um, and I have a thing where I probably intentionally but unintentionally ruin songs. Oh, no. In- <laughs> <laughs> I like to sing certain songs sometimes in a certain way. Sometimes just because I think it's funny and other times deliberately to bother people. To bother me. (laughs) Yeah. The first one, which actually I still love this song. It's one of my favorite songs ever. But our friend Catherine Hearn, whenever she used to be hungover, used to love listening to The Cranberries Linger. And it was honestly like a wake house. Like she'd literally lay on her bed, like a half dead person, just listening to that song. And maybe the odd cry because she was just hot hanging. And you know what? Everyone's got their 
their hangover routine but she used to listen to Linger and it used to drive me up a wall because I love that song but it used to drive me up a wall so I used to go into her room and sing it in the most obnoxious way you have ever heard but for some reason it bothers Sarah far more than it ever bothered Catherine (laughs) and I have had to actually make a proper promise that I would never do it again yeah um, and it was played recently and you didn't do it. I didn't do it. And I yeah. got a lot of egg and on to try and do it. And I stood firm and I didn't do it. So unfortunately, folks on the podcast, I will not do it. However, if I get enough interest, I might do it another time. <laughs> but I can't do, it, can't do it in front of Sarah because she may kill me. Um, but let's just say um, the word fool is said in a very specific way that would grate on anyone's nerves. Yeah. Um, another one is... Along with being a huge Take That fan, you're a huge ABBA fan. Oh, yeah. And probably an unpopular opinion of mine is, is that I don't really care for ABBA all that much. Yeah. And But I particularly don't like Waterloo. <laughs> and Sarah used to play Waterloo quite a lot. So I decided to make new lyrics to Waterloo. And that pissed you off a lot. I actually remember yeah. you getting quite angry about that one, which was kind of quite funny yeah but um the reason I bring this up is because there is a new song at the minute that's very viral and I was actually texting both Enda and Catherine McKernan about it recently and I don't know if you're aware of it yet um Olivia Rodrigo's driving license uh no I knew you wouldn't know this okay go and listen to it it's you cannot walk at the minute for that song being played driving license i to be fair yes i to be fair so i've been this has been on my list of rants for quite some time it's one of these songs where it's like broke all these spotify streaming records and like everybody's like this is amazing and i finally i've like heard on the radio but i wasn't properly listening or anything so i finally sat down and listened to it one day and i was like, like it's a nice song but i don't see why like everyone's losing their shit over it yeah but there's one part in it and it just reminds me of me ruining songs because it's driving me up a while and I just want to do it like all the time but she does that like female artists back in the day used to have this thing where they did like a breathy kind of like you know that annoying sound yeah she does it in this song uh-huh. and every time I sing along to it in the car I can't help but make it worse. <laughs> so maybe when Enda's on next, because I know it'll piss him off, I will do it to him. But you'll know exactly like when it comes up when you listen to this song. Yeah. So I knew Sarah wouldn't know the song. I'm not going to ruin it for her yet, but at some <laughs> stage, I listen to it, yeah. I'll give you a chance. It is. A, it's a. It's a nice song. It's yeah. just like why everyone is like. I will. Once I finish, I will go and listen to it and then you're free to ruin it for me. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. That's kind of the main things I wanted to talk about because you yeah. can't, can't have you on and not talk about how we've ruined... My- oh, the Waterloo. We'll, we'll do Waterloo and then we'll go. <laughs> so it used to be... Waterloo, I couldn't care if I wanted to. <laughs> it's just the way. Waterloo, couldn't care if I wanted to. Oh, 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 it's just the way it's sung like just 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 let me enjoy abba in peace except it never is in peace it's literally like blaring imposing on the common space 
which well, Mark and Darren are quickly learning. Quickly learning, I'm sure. Quickly learning. Um, but yeah, before we go, yes, I wanted I, I wanted to bring all of that up because obviously we end all of our podcasts with what's the song you're listening to recently or what's a recent <laughs> song that you really like. Conscious with Sarah that there's probably no actual recent new music that she's listening to. However, still curious to hear what music you are listening to at the moment. Okay, I'm just... I probably heard... You've probably been listening to this for the last five years, but I'm still interested. I'm just... <laughs> like, you're going to know. I just I just had looked up when it was released. Um, <laughs> so, not 2020 or 2021. It was released in 2016. <laughs> and I actually said to you a while ago, like, oh my God, I just can't stop listening to it at the minute. Right. What is um, it? It's sexual. Oh, I hate this damn song. I Just also feel like you... <laughs> like, I don't know. And again, like, I, I knew that it wasn't a new song, but, like, I just happen upon them sometimes, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Ready for this now. <laughs> so that's my one. That's what I have been listening to loads. Yeah, I... I've been quite boring this week, I'm not going to lie to you, that I have been playing kind of the same songs that I recently spoke about. However, I actually was meant to check this. I don't know when this song came out. I'm going to have a wee quick check. I think this song, right. So, big fan of Apricots by Bicep. Okay. Um, so, Bicep is like, uh, I, I wanted to call them a dance group, but I feel like that's probably incredibly wrong um <laughs> they're like probably like an edm like house music type right i'm getting all these phrases wrong but yeah they're from belfast originally Ooh. but they have a new album out and one of their major songs of it is called apricots and it's very vibey um the other one so this is one that i stumbled upon i love you know the spotify made for you playlists yeah because you always stumble upon it's always filled with, like songs that you listen to like all the time but yeah uh there's always like the odd song that they think oh you'll like probably like this which you know i like um oh god <gasps> i'm slamming about you but the song i'm about to bring up came from 2016 oh oh okay. she's a cheeky bitch so this is one of these songs that was on my made for lists and it just came up one day and i was playing and i was like this is such a song. It's called Circles by Eden. Okay. But yeah, just checked there and it was released in 2016. So late to the party, Kifa. But <laughs> I just recently discovered it and I love it. So there you go, folks. I am a hypocrite. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just looking at my on repeat here and it's like you couldn't say that I like a certain type of music because it's all over the shop like it's like hotel room service by Pitbull okay. <laughs> greatest day take that you can't stop the beat from hairspray like it's literally like jumps there's no consistency in anything that I listen to oh dear so. but yet none of it surprises me like they're all songs that I'm the minute you said I'm like yep those would all be on her most recently played songs it's because you've had the misfortune of living with me for so long. You're like, I know exactly what she listens to. Oh, dear. Okay. 
we're gonna wrap it up there folks again as always two wonderful song choices that are just like i think today's were just very uplifting mm-hmm. like you know what yeah, i agree i say it every day but like times are tough let's have something happy to listen to yeah even if they are throwbacks so thank you very much sarah for coming on thank you this for has having been me about forever i think if you go back and listen to like the first few episodes of season one we're like sarah's coming on soon and then she yeah did great escape to dublin and <laughs> made that impossible so yeah. here we are through the means of zoom so thank you yeah thank you um, for having me it was a blast very welcome <laughs> come again soon i will uh, yeah <laughs> uh yes so as always folks both songs are going to be on the playlist know the song the playlist on spotify um Follow us on Instagram at Know This Song because you know we'll probably put up some weird shit that you probably don't want to miss. And, you know, rate, subscribe, follow, all those things. I don't know. I'm not your mom. I can't tell you. Um, love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye.